In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Christ is in our midst. He was, and is, and ever shall be. In this morning's Gospel, we hear Jesus saying what, the, what prayer and what fasting are. Prayer is the deliberate placing of oneself in the holy presence and the sanctifying presence of our God. Fasting is deliberately placing ourselves in God's holy and sanctifying presence. Before we get to the scene today of Jesus healing this demoniac, let's talk about where Jesus had just come from in the scriptures. Jesus and three of his disciples, Mark, James, and Peter, James, and John, excuse me, were up at Mount Tabor. And at Mount Tabor, Jesus revealed himself. He transfigured himself. He revealed himself and his divinity, it says, as much as the disciples could bear. And as human beings and as Orthodox Christians, this we understand to be the highest kind of spiritual experience that any Orthodox Christian can strive for and have. And this, Peter, James, and John, as we know, were Jesus' closest disciples, the ones that Jesus had this inner core. These three were his inner core, and Jesus revealed this to them. They had this great, life-changing, body and soul experience of God's divinity. Then they came down from the mountain, and they come into this village, and they see this scene about them, and we see, they see this father, and they see you with this son, and then they see the disciples, and the, the, the man complains to Jesus that his disciples cannot heal his son. And then Jesus instantly heals the boy. Now, what training about prayer and fasting is Jesus giving us in these two events, in the transfiguration and also in this healing of, the, of this boy? Because Jesus says, when the disciples said, why could we not cast him out? Jesus said, this thing can only be cast out by prayer and fasting. So what is Jesus teaching us about the spiritual life? And what is the common spiritual life that you and I are most likely experiencing? Are we experiencing Mount Tabor's over and over again? Are we seeing the divine light over and over again? I don't know about you, but I have not yet seen the divine light of the transfiguration. But I do know and I experience what the disciples experience. And I do know and I experience what the Father experiences and what the Son experiences. And that when Jesus says to me, this kind of thing can only come about prayer and fasting, this is something that I can do right here and right now. Not only right here and right now in the liturgy, but also any time and any place that I am, I can pray and I can fast. This is what the reality of Orthodox Christianity is like for most people. Orthodox Christianity for most people is a relentless walk with Jesus Christ, praying, fasting, following Christ to the cross, 
struggling, crawling even, succeeding a little bit, often failing, but nonetheless, mature Orthodox Christians keep praying and keep fasting. Let's talk a little bit about prayer and then about fasting. Prayer is putting oneself actively in God's presence through spending time with God, preferably in a quiet place, in silence, and in solitude. As distinguished from this time in the divine liturgy, there is a time for corporate prayer and there is a time for private prayer. And we can pray anytime. And especially we can pray during this very unusual time of this quarantine and this coronavirus. You could pray, you could be with, in God's presence, and God can send his grace upon you, and God, Christ can save you even by praying and being actively in God's presence. Now note, what is it, what might it feel like to be praying with God? What will it most likely feel like when you're praying with God? It most likely will feel like that when you're praying, you experience an absence of God. And this is okay. It's normal. Prayer should be arid. Prayer should be like you're in a desert. Prayer should be searching. Prayer should be crawling. Prayer should be looking around for God and saying, Lord, come to me and be with me. I want to go and be where you are. This is how a mature Christian prays. The mature Christian prays anyways, whether or not, whether or not he or she experiences a Mount Tabor experience or experiences the experience of these, of these difficult times as we see these, these people in the gospel today. We pray to be in God's presence, and we do this even despite ourselves and despite our experiences and despite our personal desires for the here and now. Praying is actively and deliberately being in God's presence. Fasting is deliberately doing the opposite of self-indulgence so that we can be in God's presence. Let me say that again. Fasting is deliberately, placed, deliberately denying self-indulgence so that you can be in God's presence. Fasting is putting aside all comforts, all teddy bears, let's say, all tools to find and comfort ourselves, whether it be the pleasures of the world and the pleasurable experiences and feelings of the world, our suckers, succors, our comforts, putting them aside, separating ourselves from the world to purposely be selfless, self-emptied, so that we can be in God's presence. And denying yourself, this is what it does. It causes growth. Separating from our own bodily wants and desires, so to be in God's presence, causes us to grow. There's a well-known example of, it, of a metaphor of this. If a mother had a baby a young baby not yet knowing how to crawl or to walk, and that mother held that baby all the time, 
never put it on the ground. The baby never struggled. That baby will never grow. What a mother does, the mother puts the baby here on one side of the room, goes to the other side of the room, and the baby looks around for its mother, then spots its mother, and it cries out for its mother, and it wants to be where the mother is. And that baby will struggle. That baby will roll. That baby will scooch. That baby will scoot and eventually crawl and make its way to its mother's arms. This is what prayer is like. Prayer is going to where God is. And yes, he may absent himself, but he absents himself so that we may all the more look for him. And the sign that we are finding Christ and looking in the right direction is when we are following him and notice that we are following the way of the cross and we are willing to withstand anything and endure any tribulation and trial so that we may crawl and scooch and eventually crawl and walk and be with our God. In closing, in the epistle today from Hebrews, it was read that, it says, St. Paul says that faith is a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul, a hope that enters the inner shrine, that is the Holy of Holies, where Jesus has gone as a forerunner on our behalf. Prayer and fasting are things that we can do to mature and grow our faith so that we can follow Christ. Faith in in Christ, it says here, is the anchor. The anchor is the one that secures a boat. An anchor is the one that keeps a boat from drifting off from where it is. Faith in Christ is our anchor, and our hope in Christ is that which is that who enable is that which enables us to follow our Lord, as it says into the Holy of Holies. For those of you who don't know, the Holy of Holies was the most holy part in the temple of God that the high priest can go into only once a year for the forgiveness of the people. Jesus became our great high priest, and he is, it says, the forerunner. It says the, the word forerunner is the same word forerunner that we use for John the Baptist. He is the one that is opening the way, that is preparing the way for us to enter with him, to be in his holy and sanctifying and life-giving presence, and that the way that we may be with him in his heavenly eternal kingdom.